do it Bees do it Even educated fleas do it Let's do it Let's fall in love Well, as if you didn't know, of course, that was the words of Cole Porter and the wonderful voice of Ella Fitzgerald. You heard a piano in the background. I must say, I was thinking of the silver-tongued, silver-haired old romantic himself uh, with a cigarette dangling from his lower lip. Barry Kenny there, sort of bashing it out on the old ivories on St. Patrick's Day for Ella and Cole Porter. Barry, welcome to the program. Thanks, George. People do think this is a romantic slot already, (laughs) even before this past 30 seconds. So, Barry Kenny, Communications Manager for Aaron Road Aaron, I would remind you that Aaron Road Aaron will take you every day to the most romantic places <laughs> in Ireland. Uh, what are you doing for me today? We're going to go around the world, a lot of Europe, but a little bit further afield in terms romantic of romantic fun. destinations. Now, I should say before we start, and I mean, obviously you and I are attuned to romantic requirements, but we may only be in the halfpenny place. I, I stumbled across uh, a romance planning agency. In, in London called the One Romance, right? And they will, effectively, they are engagement stagers. Yeah. And people are putting up to 50,000 into this kind of Where uh, you endeavor. would ask your, your girlfriend to marry you. Absolutely. In fact, okay. the, the highest one uh, that the, the US equivalent, uh, which is called the Heart Bandits, has, has charged is half a million for a proposal involving 700 singers and a celebrity appearance. <laughs> so basically what they're doing is they're hiring out theatres in London and staging Romeo and Juliet type performances for their clients in front and next thing himself has gone to the toilet <laughs> and pops up on stage and does the needful. You're kidding me. Yeah, but uh, okay. elaborate says. But we're, we're going to start with something that's probably a little bit cliched on the, on the romantic front, but uh, I do think it holds true and I think it beats the Romes and it beats the Prags is Paris. I think it is Europe's most romantic capital city. Not just the famous spots, not just the Eiffel Tower and the Trocadero. It's one of those cities that no matter where you go, the architecture is breathtaking. And, uh, you know, places you've never heard of. But I mean, for me, it's things like the back streets of Montmartre. Obviously, you've got uh, the issue that the prison authorities hate, which is the uh, padlocks on the bridges on Pont des Arts. You've never put a padlock on there for any purpose. Padlock on the bridges? Yeah, they literally, literally people, and you see it in other cities. I think I've seen it on the Hapney Bridge as well, uh, where lovers put their initials on the padlock and lock it to the railings of uh, the Pont des Arts and other bridges uh, across the Seine. Away. Yeah, and then the authorities come along <laughs> periodically every six months and absolutely mow them all off because uh, it's a problem and they can't maintain the bridges properly. But, um, but uh, let's go back to Paris yeah. just for a moment. I don't know why either. You know, and I've been in all Europe's great capitals, mm. I would have thought, soon to be in Budapest, right. one I haven't been in. Yeah. But, like, you just, you're in Paris, and suddenly you feel all romantic. Yeah, it, it has that. And Even when you know, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a kind of a soft spot for the Arc de Triomphe and the Champs-Élysées and that view, yeah. because obviously people climb the Eiffel Tower more, more regularly. But the Arc de Triomphe, even the La Défense, which is the modern clinical cold district, there's something about it. Uh, even the train stations, Gare de Lyon has the Le Tremble restaurant. Remember the opening credits for the BBC's 1998 World Cup coverage? 
and I don't think it was this restaurant with these ornate murals in the, in yeah. the, on, the on the roofs and the walls and chandeliers. That's the train station well, restaurant. Well, I just to say, people give out to me about my experiences, but I'll be very quick. I walked down the Chantelise mm. hand in hand with Ingrid yes. on our 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, See. The night before Ireland played France. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> it's a clearly a balanced trip that you went on, whatever. I wanted to point out one little hidden spot or whatever. There is a temple of love, uh, the Temple Romantique, uh, which is on an island in a lake in the middle of Bois de Vincennes, which is the largest public park uh, in Paris. So you have to do a little bit of shuffling around to get there, but it's Lac Dominil, it's called. You can either get there by a bridge or hire a little rowboat and you have your own little yeah. private temple uh, on the island and uh, a view out across this park okay. and with the rocks of the now, yeah, With respect, I think it started at the top. Okay. It's going to be difficult to top uh, Paris. I don't know, Santorini in the Greek islands. Have you been? No. Apps, I mean, a perfect sunset is worth travelling anywhere for. But in terms of Europe, I think Santorini is hard to beat. This is an island in the Cyclades. Uh, effectively, what it is, it's the cliffs of a submerged volcano. That's what Santorini is. So yeah. one side of you've got Camari, which is a resort, Black Sand, which is a place I actually lost my first wedding ring. I should say my first <laughs> wedding ring from the same marriage. Not, <laughs> not first wedding ring. And I got the very yeah. romantic response when I broke the news to what I thought would be an upset Mrs. Kenny. Well, at least you didn't lose your credit card. So a uh, <laughs> practical response. But then you've got Fira Town, where you can stay in these subterranean rooms uh, in dug into the cliffs. And in Santorini. In Santorini. And if you've ever seen a breathtaking postcard of Greece with the white walls, with the blue domes, with the windmills and the perfect sea and sky, the chances are it's been taken in Ia, which is uh, on the west of Santorini. Really? And it has these magnificent and you, you, uh, sunsets. You'll always see wedding couples walking around there. And also you should go down, which is not very romantic, but you should take the donkey down all the way to the base of the cliffs and go to Captain Dimitri's for fish and chips if you're ever there. I've only been on donkey once and I was in Haiti of all places okay, and right. I came down a hill on a poor donkey right. who was quite <laughs> unhappy. Both lived to tell the tale. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Venice is again probably, you know, one of these that's that's probably a little bit cliched. It's crowded, it's exorbitant, but I mean it is magnificent and unique. It's a city of 119 islands. Obviously you've got the warren of of canals and bridges and narrow streets linking it together. Yeah. Best avoid in high season. You seem skeptical you you weren't a fan. No, I was only there, funny enough, because it's rugby country in Italy. Right, I was okay. there for a rugby match, but I, I uh, no, it didn't appeal to me. I just think getting lost in those back streets uh, is... But did you go on a gondola and all no, that No, I mean, the gondola is... Like genuinely uh, rip up. Now, as we said, I was there on my own. <laughs> the <laughs> romantic destinations were, were actually solo trips. But um, it, you know, you have the water taxis which bring you in around the canals. Anyway, the gondolas uh, are, uh, I think, a little bit outrageous. Maybe if we're there with two, it would be a good idea. Uh, but you got the bridge of size as well. Um, mm. which uh, apparently uh, was thus named because it was the last view of Venice before convicts uh, w- were incarcerated. But uh, it is uh, actually, to my mind, the reason called the Bridge of Size is because your size says, is that it? There is an awful lot more to Venice than just okay. it. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm saying you're up Salzburg. Um, I, uh, you're uh, heading my kind yeah, of I, I just know. think that old town is incredible. Yeah. I think it's really underrated. You don't hear people talking about it an awful lot. You've got these ornate shop signs. The one that always sticks in my mind is you've got this, this wrought iron 
uh, be like ornate sign outside the McDonald's and the only sign that it's a McDonald's is a tiny little disc in the middle of it with the golden arches because it is so protected yeah. and preserved the, in the, the old The thing time. I think is Austria's vastly underrated. Mm, absolutely. Like, I mean, we, Vienna's gorgeous. Yes. But Salzburg, of course, for music lovers, yes. serious music, not Frank Sinatra. No, but Mozart's she, birthplace, the yeah. Sound of Music tours, if that's what you're into as well. Of course, uh, Edelweiss, which isn't an Austrian song at all, it was written for The Sound of Music. Was it? Specifically, yeah. It was to yeah. provide, Rodgers and Hammerstein was to provide the big emotional punch uh, when the Von Trapps were fleeing. And actually, it was the last song that they wrote together. Was it? Yeah, Rodgers died uh, months after it opened on Broadway. Uh, it was their last actual uh, composition together. So uh, it's, uh, I, as I say, that old town, the squares, the, 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 the castle on the hill, and with obviously the surrounding mountains as well. But they have they have huge um, like um, um, musical festivals, mm. and for people interested in in classical music, it's a fantastic place. It is, to and go. any time of year, as you say, ideally yeah. for festivals. My daughter went around there on a bicycle. Right. I I was there in uh, 1991 during a, a horrendous downpour, but we didn't have much time, so I spent the time in the big square. There's these oversized chess. Oh, yeah. on the big squares and there was a few stupid Irish fellas out in the middle of this uh, torrential rainstorm playing, uh, chess. playing chess exactly <laughs> <laughs> in t-shirts right. and shorts you do well so far yeah ok we're going to go a little further afield uh, now we are going to go to Buenos Aires in Argentina uh, go on. Where's the romance here now? Passion. Um, tango. Oh, tango. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. It is the uh, city's greatest contribution to the outside world. It's been described as making love in the vertical position. And you can try your hand at it. You there. can indeed. Yeah. And they tango like on every corner. They're mm. tango in a way. Exactly. Like. And they may even make you look uh, competent enough, for <laughs> certainly for a still photo, if not an extended video. But the thing about uh, Buenos Aires is, of course, it has that European air. It has that probably faded grandeur of Europe, but it has that South American, that Latino fire. Yeah, I, I don't go for it at all. No. Uh, the, uh, the only the interesting thing though is you go and buy and like you go buy a lawyer's office or something yeah. and there's the the sign outside door you know and it sort of says Murphy and O'Connor yes, yeah. of know. course well I mean ho- what's this? there was a Ricardo Lopez Murphy was their Prime Minister yes. about 20 years ago and the ago. fellow who founded the Navy mm. the Argentinian Navy was from Wexford yeah. and I think. Jose Luis Brown scored in the 86 World Cup final and of Irish descent as well. I know Brown's a bit English. All right, okay. Um, Kyoto uh, in Japan, an absolutely beautiful historic city, particularly in cherry blossom season is the time to go there. Kyoto? Yes, the lover's paradise. It has its history. It is natural beauty. Uh, it is surrounded by mountains. It has streams and rivers through it. You've got temples. You've got bamboo forests. It's almost an embarrassment of riches. And uh, you also have uh, in there the Jishu Shrine, which celebrates the Buddhist god of matchmaking. So couples will go there and perform numerous rituals to enhance their futures. And uh, supposedly that will guarantee you true love forevermore. Go away. Yeah. Um, thus have you no I mean once I like you lost me after Paris you know <laughs> like I mean I just think I mean like, I don't think you can beat it although uh, 
hate Paris, uh, says the listener. Venice is the place. We'll go any time. Ann Wallace says that. Uh, George on the poor donkey, Ray in Cork, thinks that's the cruelest thing that could possibly happen. <laughs> Worse than the cockfighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody stayed at Van Trapp's house six years ago. It was unbelievably good. Wow. Okay. Well, that I just did a little bit of the tour. I didn't get to stay in the, in the house itself. Yeah. Um, the problem with Japan, I think, mm-hmm. and it's the reason I never went there. Right. There's not much English in Japan. Well, the thing that appeals to me about Japan is that it's properly foreign in a way that just you don't find. You know what I mean? Oh, we I are in this homogenized world now. And, uh, you know, it obviously kind of echoes one of your um, impassioned political beliefs at the moment in that there's no immigration, which is why <laughs> their population is collapsing as we speak. But and the other thing about yeah. Japan, apparently, yes. it's unbelievably honest. About yes, it. and no tipping. Yeah, uh, because you are expected to provide good service, and it's almost an insult. And if you left a few coins on the plate, they'd run after, up the street after you. I remember a long time ago, and Trinity, I think, went out there to play rugby. Okay, and a fellow left his wallet. Yeah. Uh, in a public phone booth right? and he went back like 15 or 20 minutes later and it was <laughs> still there. Right. I don't know what that could do. The next place I have actually, I'm reluctant to mention is Romantic uh, because my first visit there was with Shane Coleman. No. Uh, <laughs> San Sebastian in the north of Spain. <laughs> I, uh, I coached rugby in San you? Sebastian. Well, we both returned there with our significant others separately, I, I, I should say. Uh, we you were, and Shane Coleman and your significant No, 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 se- separate, <laughs> separately the next time, whatever. No, Shane at the time was writing a lot about transport in the Tribune and we were getting a new fleet of trains built. So we were on one of these kind of factory visits to... Shane yourself. And a couple of other uh, journalists as well. A couple of other what? Journalists as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, yeah, I see where your mind is going there. Uh, Admiral Brown was from Foxford County Mail. Yes, La La Concha is the beach in San Sebastian. Beautiful horseshoe-shaped bay, quaint bars, magnificent restaurants, including the Culinary Shrine, which is Arzac. Uh, a three Michelin star restaurant that really? has to be I mean I, it's a bucket list restaurant you don't fly to San Sebastian no. you fly to Biarritz or Bilbao are the Bilbao. two Bilbao yes I flew to Bilbao yeah, yeah we went to Biarritz and they right. get transfers across the border in, in no particular time um, probably I'm trying to think now where we go next a heart shaped island Tupai in French uh, Polynesia it's near Bora Bora is it? Yeah. But they're, they're, we were talking about meat eaters. Aren't yeah. they all cannibals, no? <laughs> I don't think they are anymore, if ever they were before. <laughs> well, okay. I, I mean, this is actually an uninhabited island, so it's a oh, heart-shaped right. atoll with a heart-shaped centre, a sandy lagoon with white sandy beaches. And it's uninhabited. It is, but you can go on day trips there. Oh, and right. what you, again, it is a place of stages, weddings, quite frequently, but absolutely magnificent. This thing about getting married on the beach... Mm. I was on holiday in Mauritius now, and right. every night yeah. there was fellas getting married. Up, well, Actually, the ceremony the on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then they laid out like a table and then yeah. their dinner on the beach. I wouldn't go for that. It could be one of those stage. Now, I have to say, I, I uh, try to stage an engagement of my own in, in Tunisia. Yeah. in Kazar Ghilane and had it all set up an oasis on the edge of the Sahara no Desert <laughs> no it wasn't yeah trial run with some whenever random person I could meet when I was out there it's a tented camp there's only electricity in the evenings but you go out to the edge of the yeah. desert on Camelback and I had the ring bought and all and then job got in the way cancelled had to cancel the trip oh really yeah completely well I got married at the St Mary's College rugby club dance <laughs> right. uh, not married engaged yes. in the Gresham Hotel 
that uh, after cancelling the wedding? No, no, engaged. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay. Right. Well, that was, as I say, unfortunately, that was an unsuccessful. But I will give you the most romantic place I visited. On earth. Casbah Tamado. It is in the Atlas Mountains in Morocco. This is one of Richard Branson's uh, virgin resorts around the world. Yeah. An opulent retreat, restored house and courtyards, under the stars, Casablanca playing on the big screen as you're placed under the blankets. The Atlas Washington. Mountains. Yes. And absolutely. you bumped into a few um, foreign legionnaires probably. They used to hang around the Atlas Did they? Mountains. Well, they they'd been cleared when they from the, were in their... Uh, They've been cleared from, cleared from the premises by that stage. <laughs> Barry Kenny with Romantic Places. It's Tuesday Travel. He's here every Tuesday at that time.